Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled dad trying to steal a kid's food and then running away. That said, our first story of the day is, Entitled Mom Tried to Make Me Lose All of My Life Savings. To give some context so people don't get too confused in the story, I was male, 18 at the time this happened, mom 52, dad 57, and my brother 20. All this happened about three years ago. My brother went to prison for doing something bad, of course. My mom wanted me to pay a lawyer for my brother on my own dime, and my dad was the middleman of the story. Now that I got the context out of the way, let's get on with the story. I'll call myself Aaron. Me and my parents all woke up one morning to go visit my brother in prison. As for what he was in for, let's just say he got in a fight with someone. So we all went into the car to go visit my brother in prison. When we got there, we learned for some dumb reason, only my parents get to visit my brother. So when my parents went to visit him, I was forced to wait in the police station waiting area. About 40 minutes later, my parents came back. I asked if everyone was ready to leave. My mom said, yes, we need to talk in the car. So me, mom, and dad all got in the car, and my mom asked me this. So Aaron, I know you got like $10,000 or more in your savings. I want to know if we can use your money and we'll pay you back. Keep in mind, I've been working hard since I was 14 years old to get at least $10,000 in my name. I don't go out of the way to hide the fact that I got my own money from either parent. So when my mom politely asked me for $10,000, I politely told her no. The reason is because 1. I don't deserve to suffer for my own brother's screw-ups. 2. My brother's always stealing money from me and everyone in the family. I don't like my brother for multiple reasons. When I told my mom no, she started yelling at me and my dad. She threatened to get a lawyer involved and make me give her all of my life savings. I asked her if she got enough money for a lawyer, why not use it for my brother? She said, never mind that, you're so selfish. Then she went on a long rant about all she did for me, trying to guilt me into giving her my money, all so that my brother could have a lawyer only for him to still be in prison. While my mom was yelling at me, my dad tried to calm her down. Eventually the yelling got too much for me and my dad. We both just chose to take the Uber home and left the keys to the car with my mom. Of course, mom was yelling at us in public on the sidewalk in front of a police station while me and dad walked away. Me and my dad got home with an Uber, and my dad called my mom on the phone. While my mom was yelling at my dad on the phone, my dad said this, Look, it's his money. His brother being in prison is not his problem. He worked hard on getting that money. My mom got home and didn't say a single thing to me. Me and my mom weren't on speaking terms for two weeks till we finally got the news that my brother's public attorney was able to prove my brother wasn't guilty. My mom finally came to me and said she's sorry. Though she said she's sorry, I was still mad at her and gave her the silent treatment for a whole month. Today, my mom and I are on speaking terms again. If you've got money, sometimes you can regret telling some people because when there's a wealth of money and people think they might have some access to it, people can be unrelenting and try to make you feel terrible for it. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you love fueling your hatred for these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below?
That said, our next story is, I refused to take a few calls and try to set a boundary. Thanksgiving got cancelled. For context, I've been trying and failing to set boundaries for like the past year and a half now. I'm also unlucky enough to be the only offspring who's shamed for living with a boy before marriage. I was out with my boyfriend and a friend of ours this past weekend to attend an event in a big city. We'd been planning this for months. My parents texted me, as they do all too often, to tell me they love me. It's incredibly superficial, but I digress. I ignored the texts because we were busy and our friend had driven hours to come be with us. Several hours pass and I get a message asking if I'm okay. I ignore that because busy. We get to dinner and I get a phone call. I ignore the call and manage to send a text that says I'd been busy and that a lack of response doesn't mean something's wrong. They told me the next day that they felt as if they were an inconvenience to me because of how I reacted. Thanksgiving was then cancelled so my dad could go spend time with grandma, his aging mom. My boyfriend and I weren't even invited. And now the I love you texts have returned. I wish to break my phone. P.S. I'm nearly 30. There's definitely nothing wrong with I love you texts. But if somebody is sending an I love you text for the sole purpose of trying to get comfort out of getting a message right back, they're definitely just being too clingy. And this is one of those things that starts off small, but because of how often it's happened and how much it's gone unchecked, it becomes a huge thing. Every time it happens, it feels like a major annoyance. Our next story is, Entitled Child Ruins My Brother's Birthday After Entitled Mother Invites Him and Attempts to Steal From Me. Now, for my brother's 8th birthday party, he had decided upon a DC Comics superhero theme, but not just that. He wanted a sort of contest of champions collection of DC-inspired party games for him and his friends, with rankings and winners decided at the end of the day with prizes, etc. Frankly, I think my family and I did a great job designing party games and decorating the house, and it would be an understatement to say that we were confident that the party was going to blow these kids' minds. Around 11am, my brother's friends began to arrive, and soon we had 20 hyper 8-year-olds on our hands. However, we were still waiting on a friend who lived on the compound to show. Luckily, he knocked on our back door that moment, and I went to open it to find the friend, his 6-year-old brother, Jake, and their mom waiting for me. She ushered the two of them inside quickly, said everything looked great, thanked me, and darted off. There was only one problem, however. Jake was not invited to this party. And this was for good reason. Jake's brother was nice. His mother was delightful, if not a bit entitled for dropping him off without asking. But he, however, was not so delightful. Spoilt, entitled, and still expected to be babied at six years old. This was not part of the plan. Jake's older brother went to join the rest of the boys, ready for the championship to begin. And Jake just stood there before turning to my mom and uttering one word. Chips. My mom simply said to him, Don't worry, we'll be doing lunch after games. Plenty of chips for you then. Jake just blinked back up at her before walking past her into our kitchen and beginning to go through our cupboards. My mom, somewhat in shock, exchanged bewildered glances with me before following him into the kitchen and lightly escorting him out of there to the rest of the boys. Great start. The time had come for the contest of champions to begin, and the boys enjoyed round after round of dopey party games with light DC theming. For example, soft archery target practice named Green Arrow Assault, throwing rope hoops named Wonder Woman's Lasso Toss, you get the gist. 
It wouldn't be long, however, until we encountered our next Jake-related problem. During Superman's strength test, arm wrestling, the second my brother's hand touched his, he broke down into a temper tantrum, insisting my brother had broken his arm. To help calm him and keep the games moving smoothly, my mom gave him a mini bag of Haribo sweets. This set a dreadful precedent, however. From this point onwards, each game, Jake expected a packet of sweets whether he won or not, and should he not receive said sweets, would somehow stage an injury or someone bullying him to ensure he could be calmed with some sugary sustenance. The final game of the day was a mini tournament of Injustice Gods Among Us on the PS3, a DC-themed fighting video game in the style of Mortal Kombat but much less violent. Despite me explaining clearly to the kids how to play and allowing practice rounds, when it came to the match of the century, Jake versus some other kid, Jake began to cry almost instantly when famed fighter some other kid landed first blow, thus resulting in Jake smashing my controller onto the ground, breaking it and ending this final challenge prematurely for the other kids, before running off in tears having ruined the final game. Somberly, I led the kids back to the dining room, mourning the loss of my controller so that we could count up everyone's scores and name the champions. My mom noticed Jake's absence and minutes later found Jake in our kitchen cupboard having found a sharing bag of Doritos on which he'd decided to gorge himself. Naturally, when it came to counting up the scores, it would come as no surprise to anyone that Jake was last. The top three kids each received a Batman action figure, which I can't lie were pretty darn cool, and every other kid got a Lego minifigure blind bag packet to enjoy. Suffice to say, Jake was most displeased by his feeble participation award and attempted to steal one of the Batman figures from the prize table. My mom calmly told him that they weren't for him and helped him to open his Lego minifigure pack, which of course contained a figure that he took particular offense to. Not wanting another tantrum, I offered to trade him one of my figures for my room. As I was an avid Lego collector at the time and had hundreds of the little fellas, I was sure at least one could temper his rage. It didn't take a psychic to guess that Jake would select one of my favorite and most valuable figures, a large-scale Lego Smog the Dragon from The Hobbit as his trade. I explained to him that I wouldn't be trading that and he could pick from a selection I'd curate for him to which he reluctantly agreed. He eventually decided upon a stormtrooper, and I thought that would be the end of it. If you've been paying attention to these stories, you'd know I'm wrong often. Hastily, I led Jake back downstairs, so I could help mom with getting the kids to the right parents and handing out party bags, etc. Of course, the sneaky gremlin took his chance to slink away once again, and so once all the kids had left, a search party was deployed to locate my favorite person. No prizes for guessing where he was. Jake was in my room stuffing his pockets full of as many figures as he could. And when I opened the door, he was caught in the act of hiding smog under his shirt. As calmly as I could, I told him to empty his pockets and return my Lego to me. He screamed I was a mean liar and that I was robbing him and began to scream and jump up and down on the spot till my mom came in. She told him that his mother was here to pick him up and that he needed to return my Lego to me. In response, he emptied it all out onto the floor before wiping his tears and running to his mother and uttering just one word, chips. His mother told him she'd go get him some now and thanked my mom and I for looking after her angels all day. 
I'd never been so happy to see someone leave in all my life. Honestly, they have a heart of gold for putting up and taking care of that kid for as long as they did, considering they were actively trying to ruin it for everybody. Let's be real, we all know who's at fault here for those little angels acting that way. It's the person that wasn't around all day. This next story is, Entitled Dad tries to steal a kid's food and then runs like a coward when he gets caught. So, when I was 16, I was working at KFC. This happened during my very first week there. Now, I have to mention that the restaurant I was working at was the kind where you make your order and pick it up at two different counters. This is important. I was in the back when I get an order for the kids menu, I put everything on a tray, I go to the counter and then I call the number on the ticket. A man comes to the counter and says, that's mine, could you pack it up please? I said sure and I take out the bag. Now, there was a younger kid, probably around 14, who got to the counter just a second later, but he didn't say anything so I didn't pay him any mind. In my defense, I didn't encounter something like that before and the casual way he approached me didn't sound any alarm bells. Well, that and the young girl sitting in his shopping cart. Yes, friends, this man used his barely older than a toddler daughter to fool some KFC cashier into getting a free kids menu. At this point, one of my coworkers, probably the one who took his order, rushes to me and says, no, it's not his, it's his, and points at the kid, who indeed had the receipt in his hand. I look at the table he came from where a younger girl was waiting for him, and I quickly understood that he probably got the menu for his sister. I apologize profusely and put everything back on the tray and then hand him the tray. The man and his daughter probably have made themselves scarce as soon as my coworker appeared and I was left dumbfounded. The kid wasn't angry so that's a relief. I would have felt so bad if my coworker wouldn't have noticed what happened and I would have left the poor kid without food for his sister. I would have paid for a new one obviously but still. I remember this so well because, to this day, I am shocked that he had the nerve to do this while having a little girl with him, one too young to be aware of protest against his actions. With parents like that, I'm honestly scared of how the- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Girl's going to be when she grows up. By the way, from what I was told, this happens frequently. In this day and age, where you see all the time on social media, if you want free food, walk into a store and just say you're here for the DoorDash delivery, it's really no shock that this kind of stuff happens all the time. I've ordered using Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever, and I've been told by the delivery worker that somebody had stolen the food I ordered. Sadly, it happens all the time. 
This next story is, my parents made me buzz my hair and are making me do all the same military stuff my brother did. My brother did junior ROTC every year during high school and every summer did a summer camp at a place called Marine Military Academy. He's now doing ROTC and going to be an officer. My parents basically gave me no choice. This summer they said you are doing MMA and that it was good for your brother. He had fun and it was good to learn discipline. I'm not a troublemaker, nor do I struggle in school. They sent me and, to be honest, it was kind of more fun than I thought. But the worst part was that they buzz everyone's hair on the first day, and every weekend and right before the end. I had shoulder length hair and it was awful to have it shaved off. And my parents kept saying how good it looked short and aren't I glad I got it cut. Now they're making me do junior ROTC, which again, I actually kind of find fun, except for the military stuff. Several of my fellow junior ROTCers are growing their hair longer. And so I asked if I could let mine grow out a bit. And my dad said that if I'm wearing my uniform, the hair needs to be according to the rules. He also said I was making a big deal about my hair, and my brother never made a big deal about cutting his, and that it was just hair. But my parents aren't treating it like it is just hair. What I'm struggling with here is it doesn't seem like they're even having like strict rules where you have to have a certain haircut. I think at the age OP is at, this is the prime time where they need to be allowed to be themselves and grow their hair out. For better or worse, this is how OP is going to grow up and come into their own, and they're going to do some crazy hairstyles, some crazy hair colors, and their parents are going to hate every second of it. And it's because you didn't let them have any kind of self-control over their appearance when they were younger. Our next story is, Entitled Dad and Entitled Kid mistake my dad's email as a death threat and threaten to report him to the police. I'm a 15-year-old boy who was bullied to no end for most of my secondary school life, mainly due to the trench coat that I wear to school during the winter. The bullying happens from people in pretty much every year group, but one of the main culprits is Entitled Kid. For context, I've known Entitled Kid since preschool. We used to be good friends until he turned into a top-tier chav around the time of secondary school, high school. After this story, he continued to get caught in drama with the police by smoking, shoplifting, getting into fights, etc. I had recently drifted away from Entitled Kid, as I didn't want to get caught up in his business. As this happened two years ago, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I do know that Entitled Kid had said or done something to me not long before this whole thing went down. In response to this, my dad was pissed. He's very defensive when it comes to stuff like this, and I have endless gratitude and respect for both of my parents. Because of this, my dad wrote an email to the entitled dad in response to what entitled kid did to me. At the end of the email, my dad wrote something along the lines of, If you don't sort out your child, soon enough you're going to have a much bigger problem than just a damaged front porch. Again, I can't exactly remember, but I do know they were renovating something about their house at the time, hence the damaged front porch. Instead of taking action and disciplining their child like a normal parent would, the entitled dad mistook the email as a death threat and the entitled child took it the same way. The next day at school, the entitled child and me had an argument in the PE changing rooms. He said that he would report my dad to the police and send him to jail because he didn't feel safe. I was freaking distraught. Keep in mind that I had no idea that any of this was going on until that point. So after the argument concluded and I'd went to an after school homework club, 
I started bawling my eyes out, crying for the large majority of the session. When my mom picked me up from school, we had to cancel our plans to go to a fitness club to sort this whole mess out. My dad confirmed to me that what he wrote didn't even resemble a threat which reassured me. I believe the entitled dad apologized for his mistake, but still they did absolutely nothing to punish their child. Heck, both the entitled dad and the entitled mom would say things like, My little angel would never do such a thing, or Your child is just overly sensitive. Needless to say, I now freaking despise that child. It wasn't helped by him and his younger friends filming a video of me without my permission, posting it on TikTok and saying that I was a school threat that shot 30 innocent students. I got the police involved in that. So much for their happy-go-lucky angel. Good freaking riddance. Considering the fact that the parents' first reaction was to deflect and try to make these other people out to be the monsters, is it really a shock that their kid grew up to have a life full of trouble? Our next story is, Dad thinks now that I've finished high school, I should dedicate my time to all the housework. I, 19-year-old female, finished high school a few weeks ago and I'm on break until uni starts. During the last few years, I've been suffering from a chronic illness, and I've found it difficult to have much time for much outside of studying and being sick, so I did less chores. For context, I live with both parents and two younger siblings, 8-year-old male and 13-year-old female. I used to do a lot of chores since I was 11, almost all the housework, outside of the main part of cooking. I would do the meal prep stuff though, but then I became sick and school got busier due to it being the last couple of years, and my dad has hated and complained about how I barely do any chores these past difficult years. Now that I've finished school, I've been trying to commit to things that'll improve my health, and I've also started working, i.e. I'm pretty busy. When my dad gets back from work, he'll yell at me for not having done X chore. He didn't ask me to do anything specifically, he just expects me to do what looks like it needs to be done. I haven't thought much of it since I felt that I'm out of practice, so I should be helping out a bit more since I'm at home during the day some days. But today, he realized I was joining a gym. I joined three days ago, but he only noticed today since I came home a bit late. I'm joining since I've really been struggling with my stamina, and doctors say to exercise, etc. He knows this and thinks that doing house chores will replace that exercise. He said, What'd you do that for? You should be staying at home and to do house chores instead. And I'm just really angry because it seems like he thinks that now I don't have school for three months, all I should do is chores. He made a comment about me working too much recently as well. I work eight hours a week because I should be doing chores and taking care of my siblings, picking my brother up from school, etc. Ironically, I use that money to pay for my medical and educational expenses because my parents can't afford it. My family eats out once a week at nice restaurants and have a five-bedroom house, so it's mainly just poor or non-existent budgeting. I'm just ignoring it at this point, but I don't really know what to do. Saying something results in being yelled at, and I don't really want to go through that. I really feel for OP here because I feel if you're living in a parent's house, you probably should be doing some of the chores but it's just unreasonable to expect somebody to give up on trying to jumpstart their life in order to be a 19-year-old stay-at-home maid. I mean, OP's out there trying to get work, trying to go to the gym and prove themselves. And their dad's saying, no, 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 you need to cancel all of that crap. You need to stop doing stuff for yourself. You need to stay at home and do all the chores. 
Are they maybe a little too stuck in the 1950s mindset and they think that OP as a female should stay home and do all the chores? Is that what's going on here? OP doesn't have to be a free, full-time housekeeper maid. This next story is, am I the jerk? My girlfriend bought me a PS5 and my mom has a problem with it. So for a little bit of backstory, me and my girlfriend have been dating for a month and pretty much hit it off immediately. We started dating after two weeks of meeting each other and are completely obsessed with each other. My mom loves her, so does everybody else in my family. So back to the PS5 topic, I brought up the idea a little while ago before it had been bought and she said no, saying, that's too expensive of a gift for dating for this long. Now I've had my PS4 Pro for over 5 years and I'm in dire need of an upgrade it's to the point where it overheats without an ice pack on top of it. And everyone in my house, including my mom, is sick of the jet sound it emits. But I'm simply not understanding why she won't allow my girlfriend to gift me a PS5 when she wants to. It's not her money, and she really has no say in it. It's already ordered, and at my girlfriend's house, ready to be wrapped and given to me this weekend, and I'll most likely hide it, but I'm just confused why she won't let it happen. Am I the jerk? I mean, maybe it's one thing if the girlfriend is super well off, but I would say in most cases, giving your partner of just a month a gift that's what, four, five, six hundred dollars is a bit over the top. I mean, at the end of the day, if they want to give that away, they want to give that away, but I definitely think that it's not a smart thing. And it very well could be the thing that that girlfriend goes on to regret, especially, you know, one month later, somebody catches the other just looking too longingly at another person and you break it up. Especially considering we don't know the age of OP and their girlfriend. If they're like 18 and they've got like no real money saved up for each other, that's a big concern. Like it's a loving gesture. That's really nice, but they shouldn't be making purchases like that. Also, OP needs to go clean out their PS4 and change the thermal paste. That said, our final story of the day is Momio and Dreddy. Met a real one yesterday when dropping off my son at elementary school. I was driving into the neighborhood where the school is. The lady behind me really wanted me to speed up, but we were within a quarter mile of the school and the streets are small. So I let her butt hug my car for a block. I turned left and she had to wait at the stop sign. So I figured our little moment was over. Nope. When she finally took the turn, I was halfway down the street to the school. I checked my mirror and was relieved it took her so long to turn because I get stressed out when people tailgate. I'm not generally a slow driver except when driving half a block away from an elementary school at drop-off time. Well, the woman apparently had a point to make because she gassed the heck out of it and zoomed down the street. I was worried she was going to zoom past me on this small street, so I moved a little to the left. The crazy woman gassed it more and went past at around 60 miles per hour, rolled through the stop sign, zoomed in front of the school, blocked someone's driveway, left her car sticking in the street, blocking two-way traffic, and went into the school with her daughter. I was so angry that I didn't want to speak directly with her because I knew I would have been a jerk and not gained anything useful. So I spoke with the parking volunteers and the office about possibly getting some safety officers at the corner. I went back to my car and right before I took off, she drove next to my car and started yelling at me for almost hitting her car and that she 
had to drop off her daughter. My retorts explaining that we were all doing the same thing and that the 8 seconds she gained in the final quarter mile stretch is not worth putting everyone else's kids lives in danger were drowned out by her admittedly impressive filibuster skills and it devolved into one of those pathetic parents inappropriately yelling at each other in front of a school scenes. I'm honestly pretty ashamed that I wasn't the better person and can't get it out of my head, but dang, all I could see in my head was some poor kid getting rammed by her car for no reason other than her sense of entitlement. Honestly, I think this is a great ad for getting multiple car cams. If you had a front and rear dash cam, you would have caught all of this and surely, I mean if this is in the US, that would have all have happened within a school zone, right? In theory, if you caught that on your dash cam, you could have saved that footage, got their plate number, and sent in some kind of report. At the worst, maybe it would inspire the local police to have a car out there every once in a while. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.